Welcome to Real Moms 2 Podcast. Let's face it, nothing will touch you more than the moment you become a mother. Yes, that includes stepmoms, adoptive moms, foster moms, all moms. Believe me, we know. Being a mom can be one of your greatest joys and your biggest headache. This podcast is two real moms discussing real life issues and situations we face throughout motherhood. Expect to laugh and cry, but most importantly, expect to relate. Because if you're nothing else in life, you're a real mom too. This is episode 13, and I'm your co-host, Alana Parks, and I'm here with my co-host, Sia Chekwa. Hey, girl. Hey. Don't forget, if you love what you hear, leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. Also, be sure to follow us and like us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Real Moms 2. That's T O O, not T W O. This episode is all about the stay at home mom. Despite fluctuations, the rate of stay at home parenting is similar to what it was a quarter of a century ago. In 2016, Pew Research did a study and found that 27% of parents were staying at home and did not work outside the home. Traditionally, that meant you cooked, cleaned, and took care of your kids. Nowadays, millennial moms are redefining what it looks like to be a stay-at-home mom. And what I mean by redefining, I mean that they're at home, but they're working, side hustling, homeschooling, all of the above. Oftentimes, that is chosen because they want that work-life, family-life balance. Also, the lack of maternity leave and society support for working, breastfeeding moms All these factors contribute to why women stay at home. So if you're thinking about it, this episode is for you. And if you are a stay-at-home mom, we hope you find encouragement. Alana and I will be sharing our personal stories as stay-at-home moms. And we will be living tips and encouragement for those who are thinking about it. Hope you enjoy this episode. Girl, so I've been a stay-at-home mom now coming up for on a year. Wow. Yes, it went so fast. So how do you feel? I feel like I'm ready to figure out what's next. No, <laughs> like I'm just you kidding. I don't know. I'm kind of impartial about it. I really am. Like, a part of me really loves it. The other part is like, I think it's the guilt, though. I think it's really the guilt. Guilt of what? Elaborate for our listeners. I mean, I've mentioned it a couple times, the financial side of it. I think if I knew we were, like, really great, then I would be like, let's get it. Let's go. But I don't know. What do you think? You were a stay-at-home mom for how long now? Oh, well, not now, but. <laughs> um, she was 18 months, almost 18 months, 17 months when I started back work. Um, but I was a stay, I guess you could call it a stay-at-home wife before she was born. But that, obviously, I mentioned this before, it was partially because of Chim D, my husband's career, required him to travel and yeah. fly and yeah. pack up and move at the drop of a dime. So career life just didn't fit for us. So thinking about stay-at-home mom life, it just kind of happened. Okay, I always wondered that about y'all. Like, did you intend on being a, a stay-at-home mom? Is that something you wanted? Because there are a lot of moms that are like, you know what? I don't trust these babysitters. <laughs> It ain't for me. No, I'm staying with my baby. That's not me. Um, I did feel like because I was already at home that I didn't want to put her in daycare. And I like I just didn't I knew I didn't want to put her in daycare right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so did he. 
And so it was kind of like, I think we just casually had a conversation like, yeah, so when she come, you're going to be home with her. And it was kind of like we both like knew like you're going to be home with her. And I had told him like I eventually want to go back to work. I um, actually went back to work a little bit sooner than I planned, but um, it wasn't like I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom because that's my goal. And it wasn't like I don't want to be a stay-at-home mom because I don't want to do that. It just kind of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. was what it was like i was used to being home because actually at the time when i got pregnant he was still playing football yeah, I professionally so it was kind of like i, I really got to stay home because he's gonna be flying in and out and yeah all this stuff so and why pay for a daycare when you might not be in that city anyway uh, exactly so, so that makes sense. and then and the way their schedule works it kind of works better if i was to stay home because then she, you know, like the games were Sunday night. So yeah. if I had to get up and go to work in the morning, it's a no. <laughs> she wouldn't be there and neither would I. So and, yeah. so I think that for me, like that's where I get kind of that pull because I really, so in the beginning with the first two, there's no way I even considered staying at home. It just didn't cross my mind. Um, one, I thought only rich people. <laughs> Stayed at home. I'm like, I really thought you had to be balling and do that. Two, I mentioned this before, I was a breadwinner. Three, um, I just didn't think I would enjoy it. I really thought, like, man, who can be with our own kids all day? Like, (laughs) listen. And I always think about teachers. Like, y'all are around kids all day. And if you have to come home to more kids, I would just be like, no. But... Last year, and just working in corporate America, transitioning to a nonprofit organization, which was run like a corporate America, Uh um, which is good for them, but it was very stressful for me. So I think that's why being a stay-at-home mom feels different in Mm -hmm. my mind, because it wasn't like, I'm doing this for my kids. It really was like, I'm doing this for myself. Okay. And then that that is different. Yeah. Um, most times when people choose to stay home, um, you can look at the stats like people prefer to stay home because they f- want that flexibility like millennials. So we were reading the other day before we, you know, got in the studio and we were talking about this. And it said that 90 percent of mothers that um, choose to stay at home because they want that family flexibility. Well, That's like the number one yeah. reason. Well, you know what? Like when I really like think back, think back. What happened was we had the third baby and my husband got 16 weeks off. Now, at the time I was working from home, I would travel a lot, but my office was my home. Mm. So I'm at home. We took we took them out of daycare because we're like, you're out of work for 16 weeks. Why are we going to pay for daycare? That's dumb. So we, we had all the kids at home, and I was like, this is beautiful. I get to be around my family all day. Mm-hmm. So I know there are a lot of moms out there that are now staying at home and working from home. So, right, like I said, I'm working from home, right? Got my husband there, three kids, sometimes four, when my bonus daughter Zoe is there. It was during the summertime, so it was really fun. We got to do a lot of things. I had a very flexible schedule. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, again, had to travel. Right. Leave my kids. Leave this amazing family time. And then my older two started school. Oh. And that changed our schedule tremendously. And so I would agree. I'm, I would agree that I'm one of them. I love that flam- family flexibility is when... 
once he started school and Zoe started school, it was like, hold on. School starts at 9. They get out at 3.30. What job that's full-time, do you know, allows you to work from 9 to 3? Well, actually, 9.30 to 3 <laughs> in order to get them on time. So, yeah, when I think about staying at home and for me, I wasn't working, mm -hmm. but I was thinking about going back to work. And that was the struggle. Like, how can I find a job that's going to let me still be there with her? And the traditional way is you stay at home, you cook, you clean, mm -hmm. everything's perfect. And then you just do laundry and watch talk shows. Girl. But that's not, I think millennial moms are taking a different route. Like we're educating our kids more. We're doing more things outside the home with the kids. And I think a lot of moms, when they choose it, it's because they want that healthy work-life balance. Like even if you are working, you still want that healthy work-life yes. balance. Like yes. your kids, millennial moms are pushing the envelope when it comes to like careers and being educated and being breadwinners sometimes of their household. But we still want to be there with our kids. Exactly. And I learned that really quickly that I realized this is what I want. And what happened was when I had all them people there, and my husband specifically, would still look to me to do certain things while I'm supposed to be working. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you need to get them on a schedule. You need to get them out this house. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, why am I ha Like, he clearly doesn't want to do this, but I want to do this, and I'm good at it. I'm yeah. good at making sure my kids have fun. Yeah. We are learning, going to library time. So January of last year, actually before that, you know, I had started mentioning it to him, mentioning it to him that I'm I really would like to, um, and I kind of mentioned it beforehand, like before we had our third child. Mm -hmm. So for us, there was a lot of planning involved. Okay. So Chimney was in the NFL. Now, I'm not gonna lie. This is an assumption. <laughs> we just we just gonna assume y'all balling. Like, <laughs> you got it. It's not that's, that's a relative statement. Depends on <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> By Basically, you ain't hurting for no money. <laughs> I mean, it depends on <laughs> what you <laughs> like. I said, depends on what you mean. <laughs> you just gonna put me on the spot like that? I, I'm just everybody's thinking it. We're They're not like, oh, they could stay. Of course, she could stay at home. That's what that's what people are thinking. Okay, so like I said. Money is relative. It depends <laughs> on what your like what your reference point is. Yeah, um, we're not comparing y'all to the the top notch in the field. No, no, players. we're not. We're no, we're not we're comparing I mean, y'all to the Reggies. Okay, <laughs> so who are the Reggies? Me. <laughs> Regulars, you nicknamed the Reggies. Uh, yeah, no. that's what all nine athletes are to athletes. We call y'all the Reggies. Oh, okay, y'all, because I'm still an athlete. Just kidding. <laughs> come on, come on. Okay. Like I said, that's relative. But, <laughs> I mean, that is that is a good thing to bring up because I think some people have it in their mind that if I'm going to stay home because I want work-life balance, am I going to be broke because I'm not working? And like we said earlier, like a lot of moms tend to be the breadwinners. Now we're just women are killing it right now, making yeah. more money, excelling in their careers. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like weighing down, like how do I do this? Um, so, so let me rewind. He retired like shortly after Elliot was born. That probably was scary. Um, yes. So 
NFL is not for long. That's what it stands for. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then you have to deal with the fact that there's uncertainty. And we weren't really even sure when he was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to play again if he was really going to play again. Mm -hmm. Um, So then it's like, we have this money, but we don't have anything else. So this is it coming in. So this is it. So you're spending a whole lot because you still have those same bills and nothing's coming in. So in our minds, it's like, we're broke because if you're not making, if you're spending more than you're making, in my mind, no, look for every <laughs> anybody out here that don't know what she's talking about. She's talking about cash flow. <laughs> you gotta have money coming in, and it gotta be more than what's going out. Yes, and it wasn't for yeah. a long time because he just wasn't yeah. playing. So we and we didn't know if he was gonna play again. So then it was like, yeah, I'm staying home, partially because like we can't we can't go pay for daycare if we don't know yeah. when we're going to start getting checks. So like, yeah, we had savings and retirement or whatever, but you Things don't, don't want to cut into either. Yeah. And you don't know where that's coming. So yeah, I kind of fell into it, but then at, at one point was like, no, you got to stay home. Cause unless mm. you get a job that's going to supplement what we're, you know, taking yeah. out. And I didn't find anything at the time that was doing that. He, he decided, let me go figure out, we're gonna do financially you stay with her because she was still young come through mr chimney <laughs> meanwhile my husband like my mama worked i don't know why you can't either. <laughs> no no seriously though like again we we kind of had played around with it um a year before we probably even considered azor actually y'all know none of my kids were playing so they were all surprises but the thing with azor was before we had got pregnant with her i had considered going back to school to oh. get like my master's or PhD, which helped in the long run because we started to plan financially. If I stop working to go back to school, to go back to school, can we survive on my uh, husband's income? That makes sense. Um, and the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good transition point. So how do people do this? If you want to stay home and hear how we, why we decided to. So if that's one of your reasons, yeah. or if you are currently a stay at home mom now, how does it work? How do you do it? Because like we said, it's not the idea that when we were kids, like you stay at home, you don't do nothing, girl. You, you watch Maury all day, and, Jenny Jones. And, <laughs> I mean, cost of living was just a lot cheaper back in the day. Yes. Too. A lot cheaper. Yes. So you didn't have to have a degree to land a great job. That like is you true. Now. You literally could just, and you, you know, can have a degree now and still not land a great okay, job. Okay. And still start at the bottom of the totem pole. Like <laughs> I got a master's. What? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so what we did though, we looked at our budget we looked at our income and we said, what kind of debt do we have on an annual basis? Mm. And we, for three years, went hard to save up a year's worth of debt. Debt wow. as in our mortgage, our car note, things that will hit our credit <laughs> if it doesn't get paid. Um, we not We didn't consider daycare. We didn't consider, like, my hair, your nails. And you maybe want to consider those things. But we really consider, like, what are the necessities that we need? And what, um, what like, what can we, like, and we just basically just try to save that. Mm-hmm. And so when it was time to make that decision, he, he sat me down. He, as in my husband, was like, look, this is how much we have saved. This is how much I make. We are about X number of dollars under what we need on a month-to-month basis. And we had to literally pray. 
and talk to other people and ask ourselves, are we willing to kind of cut into our savings? But no, like, let's just say it was $3,000. I really don't know the number. Three Annually, we need at least $3,000 to cover our expenses. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's just try it. Worst yeah. case scenario, I can go back to work. Another thing, I know how to do locks. I know how to retwist locks. So I started asking myself, okay, I got to come up with some side hustles, girl. Some side hustles. Okay. Now, see, it messed me up, y'all, because she started this whole podcast thing. I'm just oh, kidding. Okay. I'm just My kidding. Bad. I love it, But though. she's still here, so I'm anyways. still here, and yeah. I ain't going nowhere. You better not try to kick me out. <laughs> but I would track, coach track and field, so that was a little income. And then I just picked up substitute teaching to try to get some more income coming in so we're not stretched thin. Right. That's good. Yeah, but it still doesn't feel good. Now, that's – so for me – because we haven't quite financially like really got where we wanted to get, um, I do sometimes feel like it's a burden for mm-hmm. us to stay at home. And I'm just being transparent with you all. But at the same time, my husband is like the complete opposite of me. He, he's like, you're doing amazing. The kids are so smart. They're like excelling academically. Like We don't have anything to worry about. Meanwhile, I'm like, but I don't. I can't live the lifestyle that I used to live. And so... You may have those, you know, sacrifices. Those sacrifices. Yeah. And I just try to remind myself, though, that it's temporary. That is true. And I like how you mentioned about the side hustles because traditionally, stay at home moms literally did not work at all. Like, there was no side hustle. There was no, like, you literally stay home. Your working was cleaning and the kids. And now, Millennial moms, because we're such game changers, we have our side hustles, but yes. we're still considered stay-at-home moms because our main focus and our main job is our kids. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So I think that is something to think about if you're thinking about being a stay-at-home mom. Like you, you don't technically. I mean, there are some that just that their main focus is their kids, but I think there's a there's a shift of okay, I stay at home with my kids, but. Maybe I'm going to start pursuing my business. Maybe I'm going to start a podcast. Yes. <laughs> maybe yes. I'm going to have a little side hustle to bring in income. Or maybe not, but I'm taking some time, not only just for my kids, but for myself, so that whenever my kids go back to school or I go back I'm to ready. work, I'm prepared and I'm ready for that next step. So like yeah. you said earlier, like I'm thinking about what's next, and I think that's a good place to be in. I agree, because you can never be totally complacent, whether you're right. a mom or just a woman or dad out there. I know there's some stay-at-home dads nowadays, too. Yes, there are. Which I love. I think That's it's so the adorable. cutest. It's so adorable. Like, but I, I definitely want to mention this. I My little motto is stay-at-home mom does not mean stay-at-home wife. No, I'm not a <laughs> homemaker. No. There are plenty <laughs> oh of times my where my house look a happy, hot mess. So we have this new motto in our house is, if the house looks as good as it did when you left, it was a good day. <laughs> what that means is if the dishes were piled up and clothes were not folded before you left, don't expect them to be done. <laughs> if they got done, it was an amazing day. <laughs> <laughs> if the house looks worse than what you what it did when you got home, then pray for your wife. And we think about how you're able to do this. I think side hustles is one. Yeah. And then letting go, like, here's my thing, like, I mean, I'm working now, but 
at the time I had to shift my mindset of what a stay-at-home mom was and what that looks like and not put societies or at least the old standards of society of what stay-at-home mom looks like because I felt like there was always this stigma of I can't stay home with my kid because then I just stay home. You know, like you go somewhere and you have yeah. that awkward conversation. Like, so what do you, what do, you do? Oh and you're like, gosh. I just stay at home with my kid. And you're like, you it, it like takes you all the way down to like ground zero, just like under the, under the time. dirt. Like, uh, I'm just, uh, and, and what's even worse for me is because my husband was playing football professionally. So before it was like, I'm just his wife. Ooh. And it w- I would feel like, oh, and he would be like, no, like, you do things, too. And he said, and even if you are, like, Go ahead, Chimney. you, you freaking. all the brand points today. Okay, hey. <laughs> he was like, um, you know, you 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 walk in that. Like, yeah. being an NFL wife is not easy. So yeah. who cares Good what they me. think and what they believe about you. So if you don't want to introduce yourself by that title, you don't have to. You are you. Like, it yeah. doesn't, you don't have to be identified. And that's why I love our show because we talk about and we express that all the time. Like, we're real moms too, not just real moms. Like, yeah. so if you feel like, okay, I don't want to just be, a, I don't want to appear like um, I'm just, just a mom. Yeah. And I don't yeah. have anything going for myself. We just gave you statistics earlier of how women are freaking. And killing how normal it, it really is, though. and doing it, but not freaking just sitting on their behind. Like that's yes. not what they're doing. So that's still empowering. And I think it. People forget that like raising children is like one of the hardest jobs you'll it ever do. It is a twenty four seven job. Yes, twenty four hours, seven days a week. But what you just said is beautiful. Like I definitely went through that. Like. Yeah, I'm a stay at home mom, but but let me say what I used to do, okay? Because I, I, have I was many degrees. Was out here like you know, like a director, <laughs> like out here killing it. Like I really felt like I had to validate to myself. Yes, and that's not not anymore. But you know what I say now? What I own a podcast. I mean, not own. I co-host a <laughs> podcast. Like I tell them all the time now. One, I'm trying to promote the podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> two, like I just love that I'm doing something. More than just being a mom, more yeah. than just being, I don't know, uh, these titles, you know, that we yeah. always try to aspire to. So go ahead, millennial mamas. Go ahead, you. Go ahead, <laughs> me. Yeah. So now what do you what did you do on a day to day basis? Because you're right. I mean, I'm not going to lie. You know, sometimes I'm like, it's 11 o'clock. I want to watch The View. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so I had to have a schedule. Oh, um, yes. I will say in the first six months, the year she was born, I did not do very well with that. I had a mediocre, I call it mediocre schedule because okay, this is what I did. She was a baby, so like, like, this is what that I did. doesn't even count. I got up, I knew what time we were eating, and I knew what time we were sleeping. <laughs> the rest of the time was like, okay, if we get out of the house by 2 o'clock, we're lucky. And now that, you know, after that six months of mm-hmm. just being a mom, then I was like, all right, this is not going to work because if I get home, if we leave at 2 o'clock, I mean, we're not going to eat dinner till like, 7. Because I got to get the groceries. I got to get back home. Gotta I got to get her together. I got to I gotta go to, we got to, you know, she got a <laughs> diaper. She got to eat. And then I got to go in the kitchen and make dinner. Like, we not going to eat dinner till like, 9 o'clock. <laughs> like, and for me, like, if I'm going to do it, I need to do it to the best of my ability. Exactly. So I started to create a schedule. What? 
even to the point where like, all right, you need to be up out of the bed by this time. Yeah, she's a lot better than me than that. <laughs> but I will say because my kids go to school, I'm trying to tell you, there's certain things that really help me with my schedule. Like for me, I have my school age kids that I know I got to be out the door by 830. Right. I know I need to be back home by 3, 330, whatever that is. And then, of course, my recommendation to you all is nap time. Try to map things around meals and nap time. Oh, yeah. Now, this is the challenge. You're going to have some people out there that, like she said, assume, well, you a stay-at-home mom. You have time to do X. You Aunt have time wrong. to do Y. Aunt wrong. And you're going to have some friends, maybe other stay-at-home moms, that are going to think you just can be super flexible. You Aunt know? Wrong. And <laughs> I try to tell my friends, look, I, whatever we're doing, it needs to be before 1130. And I need to be home, at least leaving wherever we are by 1130. Because I have to be home by noon. Want to know why? We're broke. So if I'm out <laughs> and it's noon and my kids have not eaten, I have to go to Wendy's. I have to go to Chick. I'm I mean, going to spend money. Even that, like, how many options are there to feed all of them? Without that, having to get them all out the car seat. And <laughs> yeah, it's going to be some fast food, which is A, not healthy, and B, it costs. So yeah. it's it like, it reminds you when your mom, like, Oh, can I get a McDonald's? And I'm like, girl, we got food at home. <laughs> and it's so real. And you don't understand until you become a parent. Like, yeah. even if you aren't broke, like, you should always have a budget financially yeah. just mm-hmm. to know where your money's going. So I'm like, Mm-mm, that ain't in budget today. So we're going home. Right. But a schedule is important, not only for you, but for your kids. So the reason why sometimes um, kids struggle with, like, attention spans and concentration is because they don't have structure Mm. um and so if you don't (laughs) if you don't give them that structure when they get to school they will struggle because school is structure so you started at home that's like one of the main things like i focus on structure and discipline like that is not not to be like a, a military parent or anything it's just something that nobody else can teach them but me so yeah. you have to make sure that you do that and for your sanity like if you know oh my by gosh. 12 o'clock that lunch is done and 30 minutes later they're going to take a nap you get your time to yourself like yes and those nap times that's another thing you never want to be out and they fall asleep in the car oh lord no because y'all know how y'all kids are they get 10 minutes nap <laughs> And it's like it was a power nap for them, and they like, they're and wired. They got an extra boost of energy, like, no, and it throws no, everything I, off. I needed that hour to do work on whatever your side hustle is, you know. So those schedules are huge, but really, it's my husband laughs at me because he feels like I'm more busy now because I be out. I am not a homebody by nature in general. I do not like to be home. Um, I like to be out and about. So for me, it's like Mondays, the gym. Tuesdays, the library, Wednesdays, dance practice, you know, like we have, but activities. we have activities planned. I always try to do something free and then I make sure that I have at least one day of the week where I don't go anywhere though, because so we relax, do need yeah. that time to just relax and spend time with like really spend time with your kids. Yeah. Sometimes when you get so busy, you're just doing, doing, doing that you don't take the time to like. Let them play and touch your face. I mean, you know, just get <laughs> yeah, to just know to be, you. Yeah, and your presence with each other. Yeah, I definitely agree. We definitely did activities, library, and stuff like that. But if you are considering being a stay-at-home mom, there are so many free options to do things with your ding, kids. Ding, ding. Like, so here's the thing. There are 
mommy groups. There are free um, events through your city. Like they'll have like, you yeah. know, like a city tourism group. They'll have free events. There's um, mom clubs that yes. do things. There's mommy workouts where you can bring your kids. Mm-hmm. There's you know, just free events. And then sometimes even the paid places will have from this hour to this hour, you can bring your kids for yeah. free or discounted so that you could go. So like, and then I think it's important to not to just do like free things, but then like schedule play dates with other moms. Like <laughs> being, a, no, you have <laughs> to, no, I'm going to let you finish, but no, oh, for real, go ahead and finish. Here's why I say this. <laughs> this is not about the kids. It's about you. Cause you need somebody else that you can let out your frustration with. Cause Literally, if you don't have another mom that's in it with you, yeah. you are only having a conversation with a child too. Like a three year old <laughs> and under. But no, let me tell y'all, I don't know, Sia. I'm I'm impartial on okay. the play dates. Tell us why. I'm impartial on the play dates because some moms don't know when to leave. Oh, you're right. And then you're stuck trying to entertain them. Like okay, so this when is why are you, you going to leave? No, you meet at a neutral place. You smart. Because I didn't do that. Meet at a I'm neutral like, it's place. It's lunchtime and I ain't got enough food hey, for both of y'all. Hey, you want to go to the park? <laughs> you go to the park. Okay. Okay. Or And then you, you have a time and you set it. Here's a smart way. If you set it before nap time, you can get out. Oh, yeah. she got to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's time to go. No, seriously, that happened to me. And I was just like, I love y'all so much. But it's lunchtime. Um, it's lunchtime, and I don't have enough food for both. Or of y'all. you just <laughs> go to their place so that you you can leave. Like you can try that, but I'm over play dates. I mean, they have to be like my role dog. Okay, it can't be like one of those. Oh my gosh, you have a three year old. You have a one year old. I have a three year old and a one year old. Let's no. Let's not exchange <laughs> numbers. <laughs> That's the wrong way to approach. You need people in your corner. You you, you just do. you just you categorize. Do. I'm like these people. They a little extra, so we only go go meet up with them every other month. <laughs> but you know what? So I did one of my daughter's dance classes during the day, and so my dance mom crew. I like love those ladies now. Um, and I get an hour to just talk to them and let the girls dance and do their thing. But, yes, scheduling, planning activities. I Stay on the move. You don't want to get trapped. But another thing I like to do, too, is um, activities with them at home. Okay. So I bought those, like, window crayons so they can draw on the, cr- on the window. We go over letters, numbers. Now, your kids have a small, really short attention span, so you don't have to do those things for long. But you will be surprised how quickly they pick up on things. Yeah, I I like those. I like those. I I used to come over like, did she just draw on her? (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna just act like I don't see it. I don't know what the heck she's talking about. They really do enjoy it. Little Windex clean it off. So scheduling, time management, activities—that's what it looks like for you and your kids. Now, what does it look like for you? Because let's keep it real. As much as I enjoyed being a stay-at-home mom. There were days where I wanted to pull my hair out and I was waiting for my husband to walk in the door so I could be relieved. What does it look Literally like for Literally waiting. You? Like, <laughs> your dad is here, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for me, so when I say the gym, the gym is literally for me. First off, they have child care where I take my kids. Um, we do the YMCA. They have child care, they have classes. My class is an hour, so I can do an hour with my class. And then I could just lollygag. There are times where I just sit in the lobby on my phone, scrolling through social media just because somebody else is watching my kids and I ain't got to worry about it. So working out has been huge for me. I lost so much weight, first off, <laughs> like yeah. weight that I never thought I would have ever lost. 
Um, Cause you have more time. I have that's way that work. more time. That's that balance that we're yeah. looking for. It's hard. I'm not gonna lie. Now that I'm working, it's really hard to yeah. work out. When before I literally could go at like nine thirty, ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. Now I got to go at six a.m. or six yep. p.m. There is no, <laughs> there that's is no in between. Um, so yeah, that that is something that I miss. But you know. I joined the book club. I joined the book club, and if anybody who knows me knows I don't really like to read. So, one, it was to help me, encourage me to read. And if anybody knows me, they know I don't read still. <laughs> I listen she to listens books. to but books. But you were in the book club. It's life all that matters. And, but the book club helps me get around other women. Um, it's like one day a week where my me and my family know mommy gets a day off. And <laughs> I'm around moms and non-moms, too, which I really like. Yeah. So the book uh, club is huge for me. Okay. What about you? Um, I I really miss that flexibility with working out. But even beyond that, like I feel like I had um, a little bit more time to think about um, what I wanted to do. Mm. Although now that I'm working, it's more like executing what I want to do because yeah. I only have a limited amount of time, a free time, because mm-hmm. I'm not home all day. Um, I didn't think I would have more structure, but I actually do because I have to work around my work schedule. Oh, yeah. Um, but then there are days where I feel like I'm just tired. Like, like And I'm mind. being unproductive at work sometimes because I'm like, I, I need Your to... Your mind wanders. I need to go and, like, take a break and drink some tea. I don't, I'm not a coffee drinker, so I'll drink some tea, and I'm like, whew, you know, when you're working Girl. from home, you know, oh, you no. could go take those breaks. But still working from... Uh, I felt like personally working from home and having kids was very stressful for me personally, okay. trying to balance the two. Like I would have a meeting and that would be the one time one of my kids decided to turn up and I was just like, oh my gosh, I hope they can't hear it. I, I didn't like it. Well, I mean, working from home, like working for yourself. Oh, <laughs> not like working from home, working for somebody else. Although yeah. there are some jobs where you could yeah. work from home and you still have a lot of flexibility, but that flexibility of like when I can work. So like, mm-hmm. all right. I mean, my job is social media, so it's a little different. I do work all the time because yeah. I literally could do it at nine in the morning, whenever. So, but most people that work, they have that eight to four or nine to five and they yeah. can't, you can't, you only have those hours to work. So true. Very true. That flexibility is something that I miss. Um, a lot. And then because my husband, now that he's retired, is no different than when he was playing. He always has 30 million things going on Mm -hmm. from business to, I I can't keep up. But before, I could help him more with those things than I can now. So I miss that. But, you know, it is what it is. In my mind, working for someone else is temporary because I know that I want to do other things and God willing, this podcast takes off amazingly. Please share, 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 <laughs> like, comment. Um, but there are there are things that I do miss. But you know, I I'm glad that I get to see both worlds because yeah. I feel like here's my thing: working moms and sometimes stay at home tend to like judge each other. Like oh, we absolutely how do. Dare you go to work and leave your kids? And how dare you stay at home? Like what are you even doing? You're just wasting your life. Like mm. I don't like that judgment. So I feel like if you're listening to this and you're deciding like should I stay at home or should I work? Like, be comfortable in your own skin, but just yeah. know that both are difficult. Yeah. And give each other some slack. Like, like we always say, you're real moms too, regardless yeah. of what 
role or title that society, because in my mind, society has given us those titles, and that's why we we wear them. We wear them proudly. Yes, and then shun the other ones. Like mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was there. I did the same thing, and I did it to myself at times. I for like now that I am a stay at home mom, I really do enjoy it though, and I do just try to remind myself like at the end of the day, they aren't gonna be this little forever. Right. So for me, I cherish that. Um, back to that, what we do for ourselves. The last thing I want to mention that I do, I take PTO days. You don't know what PTO is? Paid time off. <laughs> I ain't paid, but <laughs> no, seriously. Like my husband's company, though, they have an opportunity. You have an opportunity to use a daycare for a very reduced price. And I know there are other places like that where you can do like drop-in daycares. Yes, there are. And I love them because I know I try to do at least once a month. I'm not that great about it, but there are times where I'm like, look, sign them jokers up. I don't care what day. I'm done. Like, I need my break. And I think everybody needs a break. This is a good transition. Highs and lows of being a stay-at-home mom. Oh, Lord. Okay, so... For me, the low was, and I had to really mentally work through this myself, but like the low was, like I said in the beginning, like identifying that my job was still valuable as a stay-at-home mom. Like raising a child into a young adult, productive member of the society that's not going to be crazy and do crazy (laughs) things, like that is a lot of work. Because like we've talked about this before, like we're raising adults, not kids like mm-hmm. we want them to be good human beings and adults so the pressure that I put on myself to like make sure she's reading every day make sure she's yeah. learning every day make sure she's doing this and then identifying or at least validating myself to other people so that I didn't feel like I wasn't good enough when in reality is no matter what they think it, it still had to be something in my head that I yeah. got rid of and, yeah. and let go of so that was one of the lowest things that I dealt with. Um, just trying to figure out what that looks like for me. I think that's probably the biggest thing I struggle with other than the freaking, once I figured out time management, my life got 10 times easier. Hello. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, just trying not to validate being a yeah. stay at home mom to other people was something I had to work through. Um, a low for me is finding the balance, making sure yeah. that, I take time out for Alana yeah. because I do not believe we were meant to be with our kids 24 <laughs> seven. Um, you think? <laughs> I don't know if many of you know, but most of my family is out of state. Basically all of our family is out of state. So I can't just drop them off at my grandmama at the grandmama house. You yeah. know, they can't just go spend the weekend with auntie. And I really think we need that. If we could get that, then I think, woo, this would be amazing. Like yeah. just knowing my kids are good. Yeah. I don't got to worry about, did you change their diaper? Did you feed them? You know, little things like that. So that's a low for me. Um, on a high note, though, I think I really enjoyed seeing everything that she did. Everything she learned, every time she took a step, every time she learned something new, every yeah. time she said something new, like, I didn't miss that. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed seeing that. Even now, sometimes I'll pick her up from daycare and I'm like, how you know these vocabulary <laughs> words that I did not teach you? And that kind of part of me is like, mm, I didn't teach her that. And somebody else yeah. did. And I didn't even know she knew these words. And then I'm like, we're going to go home. We're going to work on our shapes today. So I feel <laughs> like I need to make sure I'm still doing my part because I don't want I don't want to miss those 
lessons because she's I mean she's about to be two and I feel like she just turned one so I don't want to miss those but that was a high when I had that time with her because that first year man they learned so much I mean yes they do studies show that the kids learn their like base foundational knowledge in the first three years like wow you'll learn you'll never learn more in your entire life than you'll learn in the first three years of your life what yeah never knew that yeah so I mean, that's, I mean, if you know that and you're staying at home with your kids for the first couple of years, Look, at least to go to school, you like, I'm oh. going to step my game up because <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, OK, let me I be careful you, what I'm, I say around Azura. I'm a random probably facts be... person. I, I watched that in a documentary. I'm like, <laughs> OK, we're going to teach her everything, expose her to everything and, and see what she remembers after three. Awesome. Now it drops down drastic, like the percentage of things that you remember after three drops drastically. Duly noted. <laughs> so my high is, okay, I was definitely one of those parents like, I'm not my, my kid's friend. <laughs> I'm a parent. You will respect me. And but then what? Man, when I tell y'all, I don't know if it's because it's the girls or what, but me, Raylan, and Azura, so the three-year-old and the one-year-old, I really feel like, we have a friendship. Yeah. And Isn't it sweet, though? I feel so close Like, that's your road, dog? Like, I cannot wait until they grow up and we can for real, for real have right. Like, I see the future. I see it. Like, I see us being so close and just... See, I think you joked about it before. Like, y'all have the relationship that people are going to look on the outside like they are going off on each other. Or like, they are just like, yeah, weird. I do remember saying that. But <laughs> we just get each other. And like, Azora's been doing this thing where she like holds your face and she just like inspects your face. Like, Aww. it's like this just magical thing. And I just feel so connected to her. I feel so connected to Raylan. And like you said, to just teaching them. Yeah. Being able to be their first teachers and really, like, you know, it's kind of what we talked about in our last podcast. You know, you are your child's first teacher. So pushing them to excel in a way that you know that they can. I love it. Yeah. So for the moms that are working moms, don't feel like we're leaving you out oh, because no. you still are your child's teacher. But I think what some of those stats that we mentioned earlier is finding that work family Work life and family life balance is very important. Um, so whether you're working or staying at home, like making sure that the time that you spend is quality. I think quantity is you know it it's changes good, per family. But it's really like the prime example for me is we my, my my bonus daughter. She's with us every other weekend and one night in, during the week. But I have to remind myself, like she said, just cherish that time while you're with them. Because yeah. um, they do pick up on things and they remember and they know how much you love them. So don't feel bad about that either. Don't feel bad they get excited to see the daycare yeah. provider. <laughs> okay, because Elliot jumped on my arms. I'm like, I don't really do drop-offs. Chimdi does them. And when I drop her, the few times I have dropped her, I'm like, uh, <laughs> Can I have a hug, please? Like, excuse me. Yeah. And she'd be like, okay, bye, mommy. I'm like, dang. Yeah. But the reality is, like, quality is better than quantity. Yeah. So wherever you are on the spectrum, work, working, staying at home, side hustling, and staying at home, just know that, like, whatever you invest in your child, you will get back in return. At least we hope so, you know. We, we doing all this work yeah. for something. So be encouraged now for the aspiring moms. Aspiring stay-at-home moms, what is our final words of advice? I think you can take this one since you're at home. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
my word of advice is to just go for it. Um, the best advice someone gave me once was, if I live to 100, what's a year? What's three years? Yeah. So don't look at it as the end of every, of everything. You right. Know? I know you may be feeling like you're putting your life on pause. I know you may be feeling like you're giving up on your career. Y'all, I have a degree in electrical and computer engineering. <laughs> like, it was hard as heck to get that degree. <laughs> and I did that. You know, I felt like I'm wasting my degree. But, my, man, like, look at the knowledge I can now give to my yeah. children. And so if you're thinking about it, considering it, have a heart-to-heart -heart with your significant other. Mm -hmm. Really talk those things through. Plan, because you don't want to add stress to your family right. at the same time. But if this is something that you think is what's best for you and your family, I say you just have to go for it. If you're a believer, pray through it. If you're not, even if you are, just find a support group to surround you yeah. and uplift you and help you through it. And do not be afraid to ask for help. Oh, yes. It's, I need you to watch my kids tomorrow. Yeah. You know, like. Just don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. And know that you're not alone. Because like we said, a lot of moms are staying at home now, at least some part of their child's life. So you won't be alone. And when in doubt, you have us because Alana will continue to share her I sure stay will. at home journey. Follow me on Instagram, <laughs> Rosalana Parks. <laughs> it's a play on words. <laughs> but no, seriously, if you have any questions, don't. Feel free to email us yes. at therealmom2 at gmail.com, Instagram at realmoms2. Um, hit us up, DM, slide in our DMs. No, we no, open. Not like that, though, but you know. Not like that. <laughs> anyway, we hope you enjoyed our encouragement and tips for stay-at-home moms or aspiring stay-at-home moms. And if you are out there and you want more information, like she said, hit us up. Hope you enjoyed this episode.